This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. The Buck Sexton Show. Our team, we're back and we're joined now by Matt Walsh. He is an author on TheBlaze.com, also author of the Matt Walsh blog. Uh, He's at Matt Walsh blog on Twitter. And he's got a couple pieces up, including one on advice to millennials. Uh, Hey, smug millennial liberals, here are some New Year's resolutions for you. Matt, great to have you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Buck. Thanks for having me. Uh, can we just first? Uh, I, I just wanted your your, your reaction to this uh, Adam Saleh video. It's now come out that this was uh, that other people on the plane. You, you know what I'm talking about, right? This thing that went viral yesterday. Yeah. 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 yeah absolutely. Uh, it, it went it went viral, and and it was so obviously staged. I mean, this guy's you know he's showing the the crowd the the people on the plane, and they're all looking at him like, dude, go away. And I I saw someone yesterday watch the video on the train and get completely outraged, thinking that it was real. And I was like, this is this is why we can't have nice things, America. Uh, but it seems to me that while maybe fake news happens on the left and the right, hoax hate crimes or hoax hate acts are entirely a province of the progressive left. Yeah, yeah, that's what it seems like. And, uh, you know, if. We keep hearing the scourge of Islamophobia in America, just like the scourge of homophobia. We always hear about this. And if it's actually happening, then can you give us like a couple examples of a real occurrence? Because they always seem to be fake. And it seems like if you actually have Muslims being persecuted in America, which they aren't, but uh, if they were, they wouldn't need to invent these things. And not only that, but if you go to places where there's actual persecution going on, the persecuted minorities are not much in the mood to fake uh, hate crimes against themselves because because they have plenty of real ones, so it's not a joke to them. But I think even beyond that, it's like with, with it's there's absolutely no effort made by the media or by anyone who passes these kinds of hoaxes along. No, not even the slightest, smallest little effort made to confirm them. Because if they made the smallest effort, they would see that this guy is known. That's why he's a YouTube star, quote unquote, is because he's known for doing this. This apparently is his whole. Life is just going out and trying to provoke or incite uh, this faux kind of Islamophobia by, go- by going out and trying to pass himself off as a terrorist. And so all you had to do was just go and look at his channel, and you would have seen that. And uh, apparently, quote-unquote, journalists can't even do that much. Matt, I don't know if you, we had some fun with this yesterday. We looked at his earlier video trying to show that. I mean, he's not even good at this, by the way. <laughs> it's like it reminds me of when they had – when they had that woman who was sort of dressed in tight clothing and they followed her around uh, New York City for whatever it was, eight hours, just to show how much um, the manarchy sort of objectifies women. And, yeah, there are guys that whistle at women that wear tight clothing and, you know, that's not nice. It's rude. They shouldn't do that. But then the big problem was that on the entirety of the video of the eight hours, it was all uh, black and Hispanic men shown doing it. And there was this huge backlash against the racism of the video, and you know, so so that was yeah. a fail. Uh, there also is the fail that this guy has of trying to do an, an, another one of these sort of undercover experiments, where they have a police officer looking at him dressed, you know, sort of in Western style, and then dressed in in, in Muslim garb, you know, Arabic Muslim garb, 
And the cop is so obviously not a cop. Have you seen this? He's like, why are you dressed like this? I'm an officer of the law. I mean, it is laughably bad. And that got millions of views. Yeah, because people don't. This is the this is the this is why we have the epidemic of fake news, because nobody nobody applies even the slightest bit of critical thinking to this or 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 makes any effort to verify that. And I think, well, it's just because if it if it fits into your prejudices and your worldview and you want it to be true, then you're willing to overlook quite a bit, even if it's clearly staged like the one you're talking about or in this case with the airplane thing. I, I just people are willing to be lied to if it fits into their worldview. And now I want to talk, speaking of worldviews and people who are willing to be lied to, we've got a piece up on uh, theblaze.com right now. Hey, smug millennial liberals, here are some New Year's resolutions for you. Now, obviously, this is in, in a, sort of a, not in response directly, but I'm sure this is somewhat uh, driven by the MTV, as you, as you point out here, the MTV video about white, uh, how white men need to do better or something. You have your own ideas for smug millennials you share in this piece. Uh, like, number one, stop being bigots. Do tell. Yeah, yeah. I just want to point out that I, I knew when this video came out that there was going to be approximately 6,000 uh, responses along the lines of what I wrote from conservative bloggers and, you know, and that kind of thing. I think I got mine up first anyway. Uh, so I just want to point that out, just, you know. But I, t- to me, the, the thing that struck me about the, uh, about the video, anytime you listen to a liberal, is the, yeah, just the, the naked bigotry that, of course, has been remarked upon many times that comes out and they seem to think that they've got some kind of bigotry hall pass where as long as they're directing it at white males, uh, white straight males, by the way, it's it's even more specific than that, that it's okay. But, but obviously, you know, that's not the case. And they, they, they have to um, do a lot of kind of mental gymnastics to make, to, to make that work because what they'll claim is that, well, it's impossible to be racist against, white males because white males are in power and uh racism can never go in that direction racism is always down from the direction of power to the people who don't have power and that makes no sense on so many different levels considering that our our president happens to be black but uh, that also has of course nothing to do with it so it it seems pretty obvious but i think it's a point needs to be made that um if you are expressing hatred towards all white males that you're a bigot so at least at least embrace that and accept it and you know what at the very one thing I'll say about white supremacists um, that there's not a lot I would say for them, but at least they they'll they won't pretend that they're not bigoted against non-whites. They they embrace it and they'll tell you that that's how they feel. So the the um, the supremacists on the left, all I want them to do is just be honest. Just say, yeah, we hate white males. We think we're better than them, and uh, we're bigots. And one more, you've got a, a, a few resolutions here, but I also wanted to get to this one: uh, develop an iota of humility and gratitude. Yeah, that's one thing. And it's specifically directed at um, younger, the college-age liberals that were in the video and those like them, that it's just striking how little gratitude and humility they have. And that's a criticism that we could make. We, we could all do well to have more of that, but particularly with them. Uh, and when you, that video was the, the very first, I think, person that pops on the video was a minority woman uh, who says that uh, America was never great for anyone who isn't a white male. And it's just have some your your family, you're a minority woman um, as, as a woman and, and as a minority, 
on virtually anywhere else on the globe, you would be in so much worse shape than you are here. Your family came here because they recognize that America is obviously greater in many respects from the place they left. That's why they left. So I have a little bit of a, a little bit of gratitude. And I know it might be really triggering to say, but even even the, the dreaded evil white males, um, white males aren't the only ones who founded this country and built it and did all these great things, won, won world wars and innovated technologies and so forth. They're not the only ones, but um, they're largely responsible for a lot of that. So maybe even a little bit of, maybe even recognizing that not only are all white males not bad, but many of them are responsible for a lot of the great things in your life right now. So a little bit of gratitude might, might come in handy. <laughs> I like it. A little bit of gratitude. A little bit of a high five for white males at Christmas Eve. Wouldn't be, it wouldn't be a yeah, bad why thing. Why not? Every once in a while. Why not? I got, I got to throw in one more, and then I just want to ask you some Christmas questions, Matt. Stop worshiping Beyonce. Couldn't agree with you more. Don't understand this. I have no, I have no, I'm not a Beyonce hater. I just don't think she's that good. And why do we all have to pretend she's that good? She's just okay. Yeah, yeah, she's not. It, it's, I find her music obnoxious. I think her voice is kind of bland and uninteresting. She's, but she's a good dancer. Um, and her lyrics are vile and illiterate, but, I, but she doesn't write them, so I don't even blame her for that. But, yeah, I mean, fine. She's, she's talented in some respects, not in others. And why can't we just think that about it? Why she's become this deity like figure on the left, and it's a little bit, it's uh, it's a lot absurd actually. So I, I don't get mm. it. I mean, the Beyonce police may wait until after Christmas to come and take you from your home, but you're on record now, oh, Matt. And... I trust me, the Bayhive. I have uh, provoked their wrath on many <laughs> occasions, and uh, yes, they they take it very seriously. All right, a couple a couple of questions for for a, a segment we're going to start doing called On the Fly, where I just throw some random stuff out. Best Christmas movie, and Matt Walsh's opinion is. Well, you got to give it to It's a Wonderful Life. I, I, it's hard to beat them. Okay, fair enough. But is Die Hard a Christmas movie? I, I, no. Oh, he's hesitating. Well, he's hesitating. No, it's not a Christmas. <laughs> it's, a, it's Christmas is just the, it's the... Look, any movie that happens to be set in December is not a Christmas movie. <laughs> Die Hard fans, you know, at Matt Walsh on Twitter, you can you can have this out with him as to whether Die Hard is a Christmas movie or not. Um, and any any fun uh, family traditions, anything specific, or or is there is there a a whiskey of cho- a single malt of choice that you would recommend someone savor over the Christmas holiday if they were to ask you anything, any of the above? Well, I mean, Christmas tree. Look, we've got a lot of kids in our family. Um, I grew up with a lot of kids. You know, I have five brothers and sisters. We have fifteen now nieces and nephews in the family. So the Christmas tradition is just to watch, you know, a Christmas morning, you just watch these children just devour presents and it's just utter chaos. And, um, and so, you know, I think, I think that's, that's what I'm used to. It's, it's, uh, I've been to some people's houses on Christmas where they've got a very orderly, there's just a few people and they just open presents and everything's nice. But every Christmas, most Christmas in my family is just utter, complete chaos. And, uh, I think that's the way Christmas should oh, go. Oh, nice. So, so it's like... Correct, it's like presents Thunderdome. It's like it's like everybody's every man and woman for himself or child for himself. Yeah, and I, and I, absolutely, and I and I do prefer. There's a good age. There's a good Christmas present opening age for kids, and it's like between the ages of two and about five or six. And because they're so grateful, it's cute to watch them. But then they get a little bit older, and you know nobody enjoys watching twelve year olds open gifts because they're ungrateful and and it's just it's not there's no cuteness to it. So I just I have a preference there. As far as alcoholic beverage, uh, I mean, you can't. I, I already, I have the uh, Four Roses uh, small batch ready to go at my house, and I just, you know, it's not too fancy, but you can't beat that, in my opinion. All right, Matt Walsh, author of the Matt Walsh blog, also writer for theblaze.com. Check out his latest pieces there, and follow him 
on Twitter and join his Facebook army as well at uh, facebook.com slash Matt Walsh blog. Is that right? Yep, you got it. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. 45.